Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 173 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Shoppable social media posts and the big change from Meta that retailers need to know about. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to let you know about an upcoming change by Meta with shoppable posts, and it's a pretty big one. At least I feel like it is. So you might be wondering, Kathy, what is a shoppable post? A shoppable post is something that's on Facebook or Instagram. It is, it could be an ad, a video, an image, or a social media post, like a graphic that a customer can click on that will lead them to make a purchase. If you're familiar with Facebook and Instagram, it's the posts we sometimes see with the white dot on them. And if you tap on the dot, you'll see specific information about the product. And then if you click on that, it will most likely take you to uh, maybe a Facebook or Instagram shop or to somebody's website so that you can buy that product and check out for the purchase. So before I go any further, I just kind of want to explain how are shoppable posts created because some of you might be familiar with the forward-facing shoppable posts like I just explained with the white dot on it. And if you haven't noticed it, you're going to notice it now. You're going to be like, oh, I always wondered what that dot was. But I want to explain how it happens on the back end. So when you sync your e-commerce shop, say you have Shopify or Square or Clover, maybe. I don't even know if this could be done on Clover. I think it can. But when you sync your online shop, that inventory from the online shop with Meta, and Meta's the new Facebook, new name for Facebook in case you didn't know, what happens is that once you sync that inventory catalog, from your business into your commerce catalog in Meta, now your commerce catalog in Meta has all of the products from your online shop. I'm trying to keep this super simple. (laughs) So after you sync and then you post about a product, you can now tag that product because your e-commerce store is synced with your commerce catalog in Meta. Hopefully this makes sense so far. I'm really trying to take this one step at a time. Once you tag a product and then you post about it, a follower on social media can click on the post and then shop, very similar to what I said at the beginning of this episode. It'll take them to your website where they can go ahead and add it to their cart and then make a, a go through the checkout process. For most of us as retail business owners, particularly indie retail store owners, When we set all of this up on the back end, when we sync our catalog with our commerce catalog, we have all most likely, or many of us, have chosen that we want our customer to check out on our website instead of checking out on Facebook, for example. 
we really want all of our web all of our customers to go to our websites right they're going to see everything else that we carry they're going to learn more about us hopefully they're going to click around and they're going to check out in our online shop and a lot of store owners have done this because there are benefits of shoppable posts a couple i just mentioned but i want to mention them all. i have six of them that I, six reasons why this is beneficial to have shoppable posts Number one is it meets customers where they're at, and most of our customers are on social media. That's why we put so much effort into social media. And this won't apply to every retailer, but most of us, they're scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, so it just makes sense that we want our posts with our tagged products coming up in their feed, because then they go to our website and shop, right? This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21 page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick and mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. Number two is it adds convenience. Of course, we want to provide convenience to our customers. And because our customers are on Facebook and Instagram, so much, it just makes sense that we're making this convenient for them to shop with us. Number three is it increases website visitors. Not only were our web views, for me, for my own store, not only were our web views increasing, but sending someone to our website means I'm also capturing their information through the Facebook Pixel. If you want to learn about the Facebook Pixel, it's episode 19. But again, number three is it increases website visitors. Number four, it improves customer service. Tagged posts really help us answer common questions because if somebody sees the post and they're like, oh, I want that piece of furniture or I want that vase or I want that gift item, they can tap on that white dot and immediately know what the price is. And then they can tap on it again and go to our website or go to your website and learn more about the product. They're going to get all of their questions answered. So for me, that's customer service. They don't have to message us. They don't have to call us. They don't have to come into the store. They immediately get some of their questions answered. Number five, it increases customer loyalty. Just, I think, again, because of the convenience. People are like, wow, they make this easy. I'm just going to keep following and liking and and shopping with them. And number six, of course, is the biggest reason. It increases revenue. And I should say this is last but not least. Many of us have been getting sales and converting lookers into buyers with shoppable posts. I know this might feel to some of you like a long-winded explanation, and for some of you, it might be a big aha moment. You might be thinking, ah, I never realized the value of connecting the two, my inventory with Meta. I didn't understand how shoppable posts work. So hopefully I've answered questions either way, uh, but it was really important for me to cover those details first. So you might be wondering, Kathy, well, what's the big change? The big change is that Meta announced that starting as soon as August 2023, 
and this podcast episode is publishing in June. So within two months, they will begin implementing forced checkout on their platform. I'm going to explain this. And I will link a recent uh, article that I read on the topic. This will start August 2023 for new shops. So if you never sync the two because you didn't understand it all, uh, if you go to sync it starting August 23rd, this new big change is going to apply to you. For the rest of us who do have them synced, starting April 2024, so that's next year if you're listening to this in 2023, this big change is going to implement get implemented for those existing shops then. This means shoppable posts will no longer send customers to our websites to check out. I just want to say it one more time. This big change means that shoppable posts, when you see that white dot, and the link to it, it will no longer send them to our websites. It's going to send them to Facebook checkout or Meta checkout or Instagram checkout, whatever it's called. They will have to check out on Meta's platform. So this means if we want to continue to provide convenience to our customers while shopping on social media, we'll have to set up checkout with Meta. Our customers will have to check out on their platform versus ours. This episode is brought to you by the Savvy Shopkeeper Quiz. As a shopkeeper myself, I've learned that there are action steps we can take during specific stages on our retail journeys that help us create efficiency and improve profitability so we can grow. But first, it helps to know which stage you're in so I can help you determine what to focus on. Sign up for my newsletter and take the quiz to find out which shopkeeper stage you're in. You'll get a helpful Savvy Shopkeeper roadmap with a list of helpful podcast episodes and two free resources for where you currently are in your journey. If you want to take the quiz, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash quiz. The other thing is from what I'm reading, and I'm going to have to verify this, so there might be a, a part two to this podcast episode, but from what I've read so far, and I haven't seen anything different, is that when our customers go to check out on Meta's platform, it's going to be a 5% transaction fee. That's much different than some of our transaction fees versus Shopify and Square. And if you've negotiated better rates with, with any of your point of sale system platforms or your credit processing companies, If you've negotiated something better than 2.5%, this is going to double the fee if your customer wants to buy that product. Talk about a double whammy, right? And then this leads to like so many other questions like shipping and shipping labels. You know, right now, if somebody shops on our website, we're on Shopify, the whole shipping label process is so easy. So will our customers have to pay for shipping? Are, is there an easy way to generate a shipping label? Will our customers be able to choose local pickup? I mean, that's another big one for me personally. A lot of our customers shop on our website and choose local pickup. Will that even be an option? I, I don't know yet. I have so many questions. And to be honest, I am a little more frustrated than usual about an announcement like this. I tend to roll with the punches and I understand business is business. But Meta's choice of their words in their announcement email kind of annoyed me. 
So are shoppable posts a lost cause for indie retailers? If you read my personal blog post that I wrote about this, it's clear I'm annoyed with Meta's decision. I understand, and again, I understand businesses make business decisions and that's what they did. But I do kind of feel like this is like a take it or leave it. And who knows, maybe Meta is creating a shopping ecosystem that will support small business owners. But honestly, for me, that's to be determined. And I guess I have until April 2024, because I have an existing shop on there, I have until April 2024 to make a decision on this, to decide if I'll want to set up Meta Checkout or if I go back to the old school way of selling when we didn't have shoppable posts. I recently received an email about syncing our Shopify navigation menu with our Meta shop. So that's something new, and I'm guessing Meta is going to continue to add benefits, quote unquote, or features to make it enticing to make the switch, especially for those of us who already have this set up and will need to make a decision by April 2024. But the jury is still out for me personally. Contrary to the tone in my original blog post and maybe in parts of this podcast episode, I am going to remain optimistic about the future of shoppable posts. But I am going to say this, I can still be a little annoyed, right? (laughs) I'm going to feel my feelings on this, on this particular subject and move on for now. I will continue to try to stay informed on this subject because I know once some of you hear this, because our inboxes are flooded, we don't read everything from Meta, we don't follow up on it, we don't read articles. So I am going to stay informed on this subject and see what happens. I I have a feeling that once some of you listen to this podcast episode, you're going to tell me, Kathy, I had no idea this was changing. So I do anticipate a second podcast episode on this topic. I will try to keep all of you informed. And again, everything at this point for me is to be determined. Or like I tell Logan, TBD. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend or leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I would genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. If you have anything to share on this subject, thoughts, feelings, confusion, questions like I have, I have a bunch of questions, DM me on Instagram at Savvy Shopkeeper. I would really like to know where you are all on this. Like, do you care? Do you not care? I am so curious. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 173. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.